You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Aliens. <laughs> say word. <laughs> Men in Black. Tessa Thompson, the the Helmsworth brother, one of them. We are in here. We are out here. Updates with Brandon Newsman. That is me, Brandon Newsman. Excuse my attire today. Russell Westbrook just signed with the Houston Rockets, and it's got me in my creative bag. When I think about my clothes and my style, you know what I mean? It's it's where you do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? And now he's about to be in Houston, Texas. Probably meet up with Paul Wall, get himself a new grill. Mm, I still want some bottoms. Gosh, I still want some bottoms. Mm. We are in here. Uh, with me today is a uh, 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 John Heller. The full government. Let's bleep Woo! that. <laughs> and diggity 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 don. Yeah, man. I think that's officially like my nickname. You've used that several times now. Diggity don. <laughs> yeah. We are going to cut a lot of this. Welcome. We are here. It's updates with Brand Newsman. We got sorry. It's a later upload. This is actually Friday morning. Uh, Heller couldn't do the podcast because he is on jury duty and he had a mistrial, but. We was all set and ready to go. And thank God, because the Russell Westbrook news hit. And we would have been not relevant as hell if we did the podcast yesterday. we did it yesterday, yesterday. We had to do it this morning anyway. So yeah, we in here. We in here and out here. And Better thank late you, than guys. Never. Guys, it happened. Joy hinted at it. Obviously, it had been written about. Westbrook was going to be on his way out off the top. Russell Westbrook gets traded to the Houston Rockets for Chris Paul and two first-round draft picks and two potential pick swaps. Now, everyone's talking about, like, two basketballs. How do they play together? All the other stuff. John Heller told me exactly how this thing works. Talk to him. Okay. Both guys go to the basket. That creates opportunities for other people. Mm. We like that. Uh, James Harden and Chris Paul did not work. Nope. We don't know for sure that this does not work. Not yet. Are they two of the top ten best players in the league? Yes. Westbrook has value in his age. I, I talked about it. They both drive to the basket and kick out. Westbrook, Russell Westbrook did a very good job of kicking out to Paul George, which led Paul George to be in the MVP candidacy later on into the season. And I think James is a better shooter than him. So that's We're talking about two MVP players coming together and now they both need to rebrand and and look at themselves as teammates i think the dynamic duo of the two just will eventually show some maturity and hopefully they commit to winning as a tandem as much as they've committed to scoring up until this point in time in their career because the magic of them so basically russell westbrook drives the basket like a freight train and it's 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 fast going you're moving people have bruises after taking charges and shit like that ouch Right, James Harden drives to the basket like a, a sheet in the wind, just moving ever so slightly. And it's like, why can't he be touched? Like I, the referees are going to have such a problem, and the defenders too, calling these games for the Houston Rockets. And and what is come of the NBA now is so special. No idea what to what to think. No idea who to root for. There's so many dynamic players. The the, the stars are everywhere. The points are everywhere. But Mike D'Antoni is on the hot seat. He's been the regular season coach of the year how many years in a row? 
I mean, unofficially every year. Exactly. They get into the win case. Even with the Lakers. Remember he went the Lakers? Man, with Dwight, that was oh, a good time. Just, oh, he just, yeah, just, he might have had the mustache back then looking like the Pringles man. That was a good time. And now he has another all-star, another MVP, another character. We've seen him and Billy Donovan get into it or not get into it. Dan Tony, he's mic'd up. I don't know if he's going to have Russell Westbrook's respect, but the tandem is it's basically going to be a bunch of NBA All-Stars pushing over their coaches all season long. I mean, are we really expecting LeBron and AD to respect Frank Vogel to make a call in the clutch? I, I saw an interview of Quinn Cook talking about the coaching staff and talking about being a Laker and how happy he was to be there and it was his dad's favorite team and it's added incentive for him to win a championship and he's won championships before and he said, oh yeah, I talked to Frank about, you know, coming off the bench and shooting and then I got a chance to talk to Coach Kidd at Summer League. So, whoa, 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 whoa. I know we're cool here and we call our parents by our first names sometimes, but like, Jesus. Like, the the disrespect is there. LeBron was talking to Jason Kidd in the, in the halls of the Summer League in Vegas, not Frank Vogel. I don't know if he's like the principal in the room, but I'm very interested in how the coaches play out with all these dynamic duos as we move forward. And also, Mike D'Antoni, I just can't f- see him finishing the season with Houston Rockets. Well, you, There's no way he's coaching them in the playoffs this season. You mentioned something earlier about uh, James and Russ needing to rebrand. Yes, very much and so. And in theory, that would be helpful, and it would be helpful if good old Mike D'Antoni had a little bit of a rebrand and like brought in an assistant coach that knew something about defense yeah. or something like that. But I think I think the opposite. What? Well, all his uh, 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 Maury fired all of his assistant coaches. Dan Tony has no more of his assistant coaches on the roster now. More people are going to get filled in that, that aren't even his guys. Mm. Well, that's because Mike Dan Tony doesn't have a scheme. There's no. There's nothing yeah. to reinforce. Yeah, there's you... nothing to work on with all those coaches. And I think the opposite is going to happen with the Rockets. I think you're going to see what is the opposite of a rebrand. You're going to see three brands. Mm. They're going to fire brand because, uh, Jan- like, if you're Mike Dan Tony. Here's what you are going to say to James Harden and Russell Westbrook. You're not going to tell them to change. You're going to say, guys, you're great, okay? We couldn't help you out enough last so year. That's what sound like. James and, and, uh, and Russ, I, you know, Oklahoma City is not my responsibility. I'm from West Virginia. So what I'm telling y'all both now is y'all just do you. Y'all do your best, okay? You pass sometimes, no. shoot most of the time. That's what we you hear. Got, you got the green light, man. He can't Let coach. rip. <laughs> Mike D'Antoni can't coach Russell Westbrook and James Harden like he coaches people at the Y. Like, it's, it's just not going to happen. These guys are actual, like, basketball savants and just true scorers. I'm very interested in the dynamic. It's got to be bad. And it's going well, to it's it's nullify the West in a real way because you're going to be dealing with people that are just really, really talented, turning it on in the fourth quarter, and it's like, eh, we'll see who wins. What, what's going to have a bigger impact, though, the, like, sort of disappointment of them not working out or – the fashion choices they're going to come up with together because i got drip for sale yeah i got drip for sale shouts out to plies this like the the tunnels are going to be hot fire fashion listen we've i've been to houston before and y'all don't fill up the stadiums for houston rockets games until the third fourth quarter Honestly, been there, seen it, done mm. it. I think Russell Westbrook fills those seats in, in in the beginning. People want to catch the drip going into the stadium yep. and the warm-ups. They think they know how to play together. They have maturated into owning their own specific teams, and now they are coming together based on their failures, not their successes. That is a huge caveat in how this whole thing plays out moving forward. Moving on, let's start with a question. Listener, you're in your car. You're in your living room. You're vacuuming. You're getting hot. I get. I sweat when I vacuum. Who else sweats when they vacuum? I don't. 
You don't swear in your vacuum? Nah. I, if, if it involves movement, I'm probably Y'all got sweating. low BMIs. <laughs> Y'all got low BMIs. Listen, do you believe in aliens? A strong yes. Strong yes from Defin- Definitely maybe. Definitely maybe. That's 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 strong commitment there from John Heller. Listen, I also <laughs> believe in aliens. Listen, earlier to this week, I got a random call, uh, random text from my dad. From an alien? No, uh, I got a random text from my dad. He said, he said, hey, Joy on uh, Joey. He said, Joey on the herd <laughs> says she believes in aliens. And I just, I was preparing for the podcast. I couldn't text him back. I was like, hey, you you don't, Dad? And also her name's Joy. Her name's Joy. <laughs> He just tries to act like you know old people try to act like they don't know how to work the phone, so they just be wrong on purpose. Autocorrect. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. Autocorrect for sure. Listen, Area Fifty One. We are coming. Okay, we are officially coming. Over four hundred thousand people on Facebook have signed a petition to say they are ready to storm Area Fifty One to quote unquote see the aliens. They stole this idea from Independence Day, but I'm with them. Let me get Jack Black. Everybody's like, we are going to see. Listen, I don't know what where this stemmed from. I saw because Master P, who's following me on Twitter, shouts out, tweeted something about oh, Area 51. It was it was trending. I, I I looked at it. That's that's Master P. Oh shoot, I said Master P. I meant MC Hammer. Uh, Dang yeah. it, <laughs> Brandon being wrong again. MC Hammer. Okay, now I'll save that story for another time of how me and MC know each other. <laughs> but he is, in fact, you too call legit. him MC. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, this <laughs> <laughs> just me and him. You know what I'm saying. Uh, but anyways, something in the media is uh, aliens are hot again, right? People, people demand answers. They realize that Area 51 is a government building that is known for keeping such materials extraterrestrial information that's where they filmed the moon landing people who have signed a petition and I have not signed it yet I'm feeling weird about Facebook in general right now say that they are going in September on September 20th they are planning to meet up at Area 51 Alien Center which is a combination of a diner convenience store and a brothel you cannot write this 90 stuff. miles <laughs> from Las Vegas they're going to meet up there get their plan together and I guess Naruto style run arms back head tilted Naruto. all fast Naruto Naruto yeah, something like this that. Is, this hurt my nerd rep right now. And this <laughs> dies the bullet to find it. And everybody's talking about coming back. Everybody's talking about bringing aliens back. What they going to people surprising their girl with hovercrafts and stuff. Somebody on Twitter said, this is how I'm going to try to sneak my alien back. I'm going to try to sneak my alien back from Area 51. It's got a... Uh, Hanna-Barbera sp- style. The, the, sco- the Scooby-Doo. I have no... Just, the I have Scooby-Doo no, I have no uh, idea movie. why I put a picture of Russell Westbrook next to this. <laughs> well, because he was, he was one of those Men in Black promo people. He possibly could be an alien. Oh, bet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He just got traded Anthony to Houston. Anthony Davis, too. Yeah. Houston, we have a problem. I haven't said that yet today. Ooh. But uh, yeah, let's uh, keep moving. Quick, quick, send help. Lil Nas X made a remix to Old Town Road Remix, and it's called the Old Town Road Remix. Late last night, Thursday, told y'all we're doing a podcast Friday morning. We're actually coming to you on Friday today. Lil Nas X tweeted that he put out a remix to Old Town Road remix featuring Young Thug, Billy Ray Cyrus, Mason Ramsey. Shout out to the Walmart viral king. Right? All on a new version of Old Town Road, pushing it further into relevancy. This is a... a plan, strategic marketing to keep this song at number one. It is at four. It's been 14 weeks at number one, and if it is at number one again next week on Billboard's Hot 100 chart, it will be the longest number one hit single in Billboard history, beating out Despacito. And what's that Mariah Carey song? And I know you're shining down on me from heaven. Okay, 
So the vibes that we just got into, both of those songs named, you telling me one day somebody say, oh, Old Town Road, remember that song? I'm going to take I guess, you know, it does. It does. It, ma it, ma it matches. It does. It's going to stand the test of time. It's going to be a song in summer. Listen, I wasn't here for the Young Thug verse. It was fine. Lazy. I respect the slime. I respect, like, you know, the free-forming things or whatever. Mason Ramsey killed it. Could have used two verses of him. Shouts out to him. True country star. Maybe that Billy is, Ray Cyrus handing the baton off to him instead right. of the little Nas X. I could have used two verses of Mason is one of your hottest takes ever. I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> come on. He if he, man, if he coming to the city near me, I might check it out. A Walmart near me, I might go check it out. Anyways, I'm I'm submitting as much as I've submitted to the Patriots dynasty. I'm submitting and Tom Brady. I'm submitting to Little Nas X and Old Town Road remix and its popularity. Y'all kids, have your fun. It's time to check the tape. Okay, one of the benefits of putting up this episode a little bit later is getting Joy on Wax with some updated news. So she's had the Herline news. She's reporting on Chris Paul. OKC has enough picks, and they don't want somebody who doesn't want to be there, and they're really trying to rebuild, and I bet a pissed-off Chris Paul isn't a way to rebuild, so they're shopping him to somewhere else. So we have another dynamic duo coming. Joy, talk to the people. So sticking with teams affected by free agency after the Chris Paul deal went down yesterday from the Rockets to the Thunder for Russell Westbrook, speculation about the Heat's offseason makeover turned from Russ to CP3. Obviously, Westbrook was, I mean, we were talking about reports yesterday, it was inevitable that Westbrook was going to go to the Heat. Obviously, that's not the case. So Paul, on paper, appears to be more financially viable for the Heat. They have similar salaries heading into next season, but CP3's three-year contract is a little lighter than Russ's four-year $170 million contract. So Miami, you think Miami's where he's going to go? Well, I mean, they they basically are going to find a way to get Chris Paul where he wants to go, is what the story is with with Chris Paul in, in the Thunder. Like, they, they tried to do, basically, Woj tweeted that Houston tried to find a third-team destination preferable for Chris Paul, but ultimately ultimately leaves it to OKC to execute the next step once Presti confers with CP3's agent, Leon Rose. Miami remains a possibility for him, and OKC obviously has picks to incentivize, incentivize the deal if needed. So he's not going to stay in OKC, likely. They're going to move him wherever he wants to go. I, I like this concept. I like the NBA and the owners taking care of the players in a real way and also being realistic about their situations that they're in currently. Currently, OKC just I, I, what did they waste the All Star talents that they had on the rosters? What uh, for the last nine years? I blame Charles Barkley for this, <laughs> and that's and in in that sense, what I'm saying is is that it used to be fine to be a great player and be in the playoffs every year and play on a couple different teams. Oh my gosh, the and Knicks be had... likable yeah. and be a decent brand when the NBA was a little smaller yeah. and not win a championship. It was fine. You were still fine. Yeah. You were still a good person. You had the nickname. You still had value. Yeah, yeah. Chuckster, dude, he's got nicknames. The Admiral Dr. Won J didn't win when, anything when uh, Tim Duncan have, got but, there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah. like there was people out there, yeah. Patrick Ewing. It was awesome. You know I mean? The mailman didn't yeah. win. Like, sorry for the swear, Donnie. I don't understand what the – Oklahoma City was disappointing if making the playoffs is a disappointment. Yeah, I had If being I entertaining is a disappointment. If starting to gel and maybe needing one more piece is a disappointment. I don't understand the blow-up. Yeah. But, boy, has it been spectacular. And now – there's a sixth grader out there that knows that they might be on the Oklahoma City Thunder because they got picks that year, baby. I, I mean, Oklahoma City Thunder is building itself to be the New Orleans Pelicans of the future instead of by 
trades and movements and superstars wanting to get the heck out of there it's going to be by draft picks and the flexibility of moving the draft picks even to pick other ones like the value of the unknown for a team that's building like that and to have first rounders as far as the eye can see is pretty exciting it's actually more exciting than the area code that actually is Oklahoma City do you think that maybe they're cursed before we get into this NBA duo stuff do you think maybe they're cursed from taking a team away from Seattle, which is like a legitimate NBA fan city, more so, no offense to Oklahoma City, actually. Absolutely. Okay. I've always heard about this, and there's always that importance, and I I think KD moving back to, moving to the Warriors or moving to the West Coast was a big part of this narrative, is he always, once he got to Seattle, he felt home for the first time in a long time. Yeah. And was in, and fell in love with the West Coast and, and fell in love with uh, just the the easy nature. And, like, I know a lot of people are listening to this from other places, but California, is just, it's just easy to be yourself and not be judged by it. And that's why it, it just is attractive for a lot of young people and people that just kind of want to start anew and, and start their own journey. Kevin Durant was getting a chance to do that in Seattle, and then he got shipped to OKC, and the whole franchise changed. Yep. I mean, Earl told me about this because he was, he was there when Crazy. Kevin Durant got there. Crazy. He was in Seattle. He, he was a part of the move. So location is a huge part of this. I feel bad for the the team now. They had a championship team, possibly. They had they had the Warriors down 3-1, to one, and then they turned it around. And they've, and they've had two great duos, and they moved on from both in one way or another. But let's talk duos, man. I got some, I got some yes, ideas please. to pitch you let's do on this. some duo. Because I feel like... You guys, you yeah, so like we, you well, mentioned thing, it in your winter quit it. Well, my 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 issue my issue with the duos as a whole is we're talking about them and in all actuality a lot of injured players are a part of this and we won't get a chance to see these duos until deep into the next year. So it's fun to think about and play with, but some of these guys are going to have some real legs and some uh, games under their belts more so than the other ones. And injuries play a part in this because people can be in and out of the rotation all season. You talk about how much times that LeBron James and Lonzo even played on the same court at the one at the same time during the season last year so i just want to mention that and because because we're talking about what to what to predict or whatever but you have a fun wrinkle yeah that's not very much fun let's have some fun so i want to pitch you some potential duo nicknames essentially for the the i mean the great like eight to ten duos we have in the league now like it's a real oh my gosh it's a real thing so obviously we don't need to pitch a new name for the Splash Brothers. They still the Splash Brothers, but that's mm-hmm. that's the golden standard, if you will. Uh, maybe okay. maybe change the name to Splish Splash because Splish, Splish is Splish is, is well, Clay. Gotta while be, he's over there, there's got to be something like uh, with ice too, because D'Angelo's mm-hmm. in there right now. But we'll we'll figure Some that we'll figure vapors. that one out. We'll he's got out. ice in his veins, yeah. Okay, okay. So KD and Kyrie, I got Snipe and Gripe. Because KD is easy money sniper, Ooh. and Kyrie complains like nobody's business. <laughs> uh, Braun and AD, I got I got two options here. I feel like if I could somehow combine them, it wouldn't work. But it would. They're like two half good. You ready? Bronny and Clyde. I don't really know what Clyde. I couldn't think of anything with the AD <laughs> for, for some Clyde, reason. But just Bronny and Clyde. No, the name the name Clyde. The name Clyde feels like somebody who has a unibrow. And then the second option I got for them is uh, Bron Solo and Chubrowka. I don't even like Star Wars, but... <laughs> I'm not against it. Okay. Uh, uh, Kawhi and PG-13. Mm-hmm. Okay. Boardman and Robin. No. No, that's the clear... That's the clearest front runner for the winner of these. For Russ and Harden, uh, I got Thunder and Lightning, which is something you said earlier. Yes. That's <laughs> rolled off the tongue. <laughs> also, uh, Beard and Weird. Ooh. Just because like one of them's got a beard and the other one's known for being weird. We're like dressing weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. 
I don't say weird as an insult. I like no, Russell no, no, of course, game. but I'm saying, yeah, but like yeah, this yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This one might not go over well because I think there's some implications people are gonna put on it. But uh, for Dame and CJ, I got Bert and Ernie, two people that are basically the same. That one is yeah. slightly in front of the other, and that's what their games are to yeah. me. I love their games. Well, like great players. And CJ's like a, podcast is awesome. Yeah, it's and like Dame's a, from the town, so I'm with it. But it's not a slight. Bert and Ernie are like a very popular duo. Right. Uh, only four more. Don't, don't worry. Kristaps and Luca. Mario and Luigi. Anytime you can Photoshop a mustache on somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Joel and Ben Simmons. Uh, Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. They kind of look like stoners and 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 like like Scooby. Yeah. Joel speaks broken English. Uh, Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell remind me of Sherlock Holmes and Watson. I, 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 I like that. And Mike Conley's like a, like Watson has like thick eyebrows. You know? a, wise, a wise associate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like what he's going to be, a, yeah. a confidant. And then finally, Zion and Lonzo. Mm. Hulk, obviously, for Zion. Right. And then Lonzo's Bruce Banner. You don't know when he's going to turn into something. You're waiting. Ooh. You don't know when he's going to turn into something. Anyway, yeah. how, how did I do? I like those. I like. I, I, I think I was expecting uh, made-up names. More. There's some in there. But, yeah, the, the, actual, the actual cue to the actual specific duos... I like very much because because one day someone will be like oh yeah I'm like we we great do it like uh like Joy and Brandon <laughs> hey <laughs> hello no this is King comments we are in here listen <laughs> we have comments are up uh, episode ninety six Kawhi snaps. snaps balance into the NBA woo. Episode 96 is up now. Y'all are watching. Y'all are commenting. We appreciate y'all. Big y'all, y'all got y'all got opinions. Y'all been silent. I thought y'all was gone, but y'all came back with opinions. Y'all talking. Let's get into the comments. Kobe Hernandez says, one day people will care about women's sports. I'm going to I'm gonna lean just because his name is Kobe and it's an L.A.-based podcast. We're going to say that he was being positive with that. He's, he's like being, like, like he has daughters. Like you know what I'm saying? Like day, He's like, one day they will, as much yeah. as I do, you know what I'm saying, versus yeah, being negative. Okay. Where are you, Toasty? Shouts out to the Toast. Remember my little toast, my brave little toaster, that movie? Or that Disney movie? It's yeah. weird. Anyway, so ice cream's overrated. Shouts out. Big Dominic, facts. he's always commenting. He's always giving us a little bit of something. Kawhi is silent but deadly on and off the court. We know that now. With this emoji, like a fart. We do know that now. Okay, I'm glad they won't blame Magic anymore. If you mention LeBron James in championships, you won't have to mention super teams. I'm not going to let the media gloss over that. Without a super team, LeBron would have no chips. He is not. Tr- he is. He is not true leader. See, <laughs> this is the thing. Y'all heard I was good? I was doing good. Yeah. I was reading. I was reading, like, dang, I'm doing good yeah. on this? Yeah, he is not and true leader. And then he is not true leader. He can't close the deal. <laughs> he can't shoot free throws. Hashtag facts. Pedro Justice, it's, it's, you're not, you're, you're talking about a, a, it's a bunch of isolated facts in your opinion. Woven together you. decently. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, Clippers, I see you. Brando the man. Shouts out to Neil. Big, big great vid. Shouts out. 3540, laugh, laugh, laugh. I looked at that. It was when Joy says, How good was he? <laughs> I always love a good Joy impersonation. Rust to the Rockets. The hot dog rant was great. Freeze. Shouts out to Freeze. Kenneth Graham says, Joy! Ant says, I microwave my ice cream and drink it like a milkshake. I'll never understand eating really cold food. I see you edited the comment. What you say at first? What you say at first? Okay. He, at, anyways, at the end, it said because I, I have cavities. This is this is very this is very interesting. What you say? At the end, it said because I have cavities. Because <laughs> the cold, the cold, like the, the milkshake thing. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then he said, who would really like cold food? That's saying like, what I if it's hot? I can't eat hot food. 
Like you don't burn your mouth like a dog with eating a hot pocket. (laughs) 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 The concept of microwaving the ice cream to make into a milkshake is like, and I am the craziest person when it comes to food. Like once y'all see how I move in the kitchen, they're gonna be like, ugh. And also, I see why he's so big. Very creative with the calories. But that is insane. That's crazy. I would never. Ant, how much do you weigh? Comment how much you weigh on this episode. Ant, thank you so much. Static X4 said we spoiled Hunger Games. Uh, Hunger Games. End Games. Don't care. All right. Now, we kept scrolling. And the men were out saying wild stuff. The people just trying to get Joy's attention. I don't know what y'all real intentions are, but I hope you're not so closed-minded to think that women don't actually deserve equal pay. Shouts out to Joy and the Petty Court about how women deserve equal pay. We got it up on social media. Go check it out. We're not, we're not going to read your comments. We're not going to give y'all air. We're not going to give y'all no more life. You know what I mean? You will be silenced and crushed. And I'll be a part of it. That's why I'm so heavy. I'm, I'm, I'm staying heavy so I can lean on y'all and crush the, 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 the misogynistic-ness out of y'all and your comments. And But thanks for that because we need the metrics and the data. Shouts out to all our fans. Appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We're going to be out here. Uh, Anthony Davis is getting announced to the Lakers this weekend. LeBron's going to be there. Frank Vogel's going to be there. Coach Jason Kidd's going to be party, there. We no longer have party, to make photoshops of Anthony Davis in the 23 jerseys. It's going to be oh. one to fit the Scott size, to fit them big old shoulders, and the white t-shirt he wears on those jerseys. So, shouts out to the Lakers. Shouts out to the Clippers. Shouts out to y'all. Maybe I'm crazy. And football, where you at? Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>